Hey Siri, define disparity. Disparity means a great difference. This is another episode of Not A Health Guru, a podcast on health disparities, health policies, promotion, and issues from a sociological perspective. In this episode, we'll be talking about health disparities. It came to my attention very recently in a conversation with someone that not everyone knows what a health disparity is. It is important that the content of this podcast is understandable to anyone from any background because it's purposeless to talk about health disparities if one group cannot understand what I'm saying. So I'm just trying to make everything inclusive, really. That is my goal (laughs) with this conversation. So let's do it. All right. So in definition, health disparity defined by Healthy People 2020 is a particular type of health difference that is closely linked with social, economic and or environmental disadvantages um, or also called SES disadvantages. Um, So these things make up your your race, your income level, your education level, your where you are environmentally. um, Like, are you in a polluted area? Things like that. All of those go into determining where you are on the, the health spectrum if you are experiencing disparity. That's, that's the definition of a health disparity. I think I can make that more simple. A health disparity is when a particular group, be it a particular social group, a particular racial group, a particular income group, experiencing health that is in a despair Hold on, let me get the definition of this. Hey Siri, define disparity. Disparity means a great difference. So disparity is just a great difference. If you are experiencing a great difference in health, and I don't mean great in a good way. So let's just let's just get deeper into that. Because the more context I give, the better a health disparity can be understood. I posed the question to myself in doing the research for this episode, how do these disparities happen? Right. Um, and there was some pretty conflicting information on the on the Internet, I will say. But I just came to this conclusion, uh, this statistically supported conclusion, might I add, that structural and institutional racism in society results in the despair in our social determinants of health. All right. That's another word. Social determinants of health. What is a social determinant of health? Um, I'm going to just tell you a few and explain what they look like. Right. So. For example, housing. Housing, when you look at uh, housing as a social determinant of health, you look at questions like, uh, do you have access to clean water in your house? Do you have access to uh, proper ventilation in your house? Is your house or your home, is it does it have a, a infestation? Things like that. That can determine your health. Something, another social determinant of health is your physical environment. One of my favorite things to study right now is environmental pollution. Are you in an area where there are a lot of factories around you? Um, we know that in, in poor areas, um, and as I will get into later in the episode, um, in poor areas, we know that there are higher diagnoses of, of asthma. Your physical environment is a major thing in determining how you experience health, right? Another social determinant of health to look at is your social environment. When you look at your social environment as a determinant of health, you ask questions like, 
Are there mostly fast food restaurants near you? Do you have any access to uh, fresh fruits and vegetables? What what kind of um, food sources are available to you? Things like that determine your health. And when you have when you're in an area where you have a, a poor social environment, where you have poor housing, where you have a poor education, these things can really put you in a in a uh, a health disparity. You're experiencing health drastically different than counterparts. Your physical environment, your social environment, your income level, your housing, all of those are structural things. Institutional and structural, they they intertwine so, so terribly well. When you look at institutional racism, you think about things like the Jim Crow laws, which have been done away with in a way, right? But they are still showing themselves today um, through other practices, racist employment practices. There have been studies showing that employers are more likely to call candidates who has white sounding names on their resumes. Things like that, that is institutional racism. They interfere with your ability to have proper housing, to be in a proper social environment um, or a healthy, I shouldn't say proper, I should say a healthy social environment to have a, a great education. All of those institutional markers affect how we experience health, right? How do inequalities affect health? One of my favorite studies in answering how inequalities affect health was the cold study paradigm done by Sheldon Cohen. So what this man did was he studied the immune system coupled with housing security. Housing security is exactly what it sounds like. That means that you are secure in your house. You don't have to move from place to place to place. You can stay in one house for a, a long span of time in your life, right? So in the results, it showed that children whose parents own the same home over a span of time were less likely to catch the coming cold when they were intentionally exposed to it. So this just shows us that housing stability affects the immune system. Being in a stable house over a long period of time can affect your immune system positively. But when you are moving around place to place, that can negatively affect your immune system. So now what? So since NAG is a podcast with a sociological perspective, I ask myself the question, how can sociology serve um, health disparities to bring us into a place of health equity? Health equity is health for everyone according to their needs. So the sociological perspective, it views disparities as a public or a social issue as opposed to viewing it as a personal issue. And this is what I love about sociology. Sociology just points at the, the structure of society. If we continue to look at disparities as an individual's fault, then institutions and other structures aren't given any responsibility. Thus, this builds a greater deficit for disadvantaged individuals or individuals experiencing disparity. Though, yes, we are individually responsible for our health to many extremes, uh, there are powerful structures um, that can influence uh, our experience of the health spectrum. I just want to make it clear that health disparities are a public health issue. Health disparities is not the issue solely of the individual. Health inequality has been created by policies in the past. So let's look at something like redlining. It was a very secretive practice in the 1930s. It was a very racist practice that intentionally lined out neighborhoods of predominantly blacks in red on maps to discourage banks from giving us mortgages. 
Today, statistics tell us that those same areas experience poor health outcomes, such as higher asthma rates and cancer rates. Um, despite the 1968 Fair Housing Policy uh, rescinding or, or getting rid of redlining in a way, we have to keep in mind that redlining was a policy. It wasn't necessarily public, but it was a policy that resulted in the inequality that we see today. In definition, public policy is any type of law or regulation that is designed to alleviate a problem. But it's also important that I shed light on the fact that policy has been very, very, very helpful. So like WIC, uh, Women and Children's Assistance, was designed to um, help or prevent malnutrition and disease. So we see that policy can influence prevention and promote wellness, but being mindful, it, it has been hurtful in the past. And it has been hurtful today as well because some policies uh, are not necessarily about equity. Some of them uh, overlook particular racial or social or economic groups. All right, so just to recap, a health disparity is when you experience health at a greater difference than others. Um, and it is caused by structural and institutional inequalities or racism um also keeping in mind that you can also experience disparity based on your physical and your mental uh, disabilities i don't want to leave that out we can address health disparities by policies and looking at it from a sociological perspective engaging in conversation and also just understanding the history of past practices, past policies, past laws, current laws, current policies that influence disparities today. Um, so just keep that in mind. My hope is that everything said in this episode was understandable. If you have any questions, you know, you can always do a quick Google search or you can message me on Instagram at notahealthguru underscore. In the notes of this episode, I have provided a link to the website which has all the notes to this episode and extra content and references from this episode. If you haven't listened to the last episode already on maternal disparities of black women, you should probably check that out. I was basically forced to get checked. Like the lady was like, no, we have to check you. So they come in there holding me down, down. And I'm like, I feel like I'm being, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah that makes very sense. Violent.